Hello and welcome to Bite Size Podcast. I am your host, Andalee. Bite Size Podcast is a holistic nutrition podcast for pregnancy, postpartum, and baby starting solids, with some sprinkles of special guests to further educate you on all of the options available to support you on this journey. Last week, we discussed the developmental signs of readiness to look for to ensure baby is ready for solids. If you haven't yet listened to that episode, I would encourage you to listen to it before getting started on your solids journey. I also published a getting ready guide, so be sure to download that from my website, which is bitesizepodcast.com. So continuing on our solids journey, this week I wanted to talk about the importance of family meals. Now I don't know about you, but when I look back on my childhood in its entirety, I feel like the family meal had many iterations. In my early childhood, it was very ritual. My family ate at the same time every day. We always sat at the table together. And of course, I had to ask to be excused. This was certainly the day-to-day picture. And of course, we had big family dinners with the extended family and cousins, which involved a lot of food. But as I got older and started playing a lot more sports, as well as my sister, our family meals didn't happen as frequently. Primarily on Sunday afternoons at lunch, but the weekday dinners were often eaten on the fly or in front of the TV. I think that it's normal for every family to go through different seasons and for this to change their schedule, but I do wish my family had the opportunity to sit together some more, especially in those teenage years, I think it was even more important to have that time of connection. But these routines and values start early and definitely have to be a conscious effort on the parents' behalf. I think it's important to consider this before it gets too late. So before you even think about your baby at 17 or 15 at mealtimes, before you even add baby into the equation, maybe you're still pregnant or maybe you're just reaching the developmental signs, these are some things to consider. What do mealtimes look like for you? Do you usually eat alone or with your partner? Do you have a mealtime routine? How do you bring a sense of unity and a moment of reflection during this time? While some people eat at 5 p.m. on the dot every night, Others may vary depending on your schedule. My husband and I have a fairly strange schedule, so we definitely don't eat at the same time every night, but we do try to eat together often. I also try to ensure we have a little routine around mealtime. We say a prayer, we light some candles, and we try to stay off of our phones. Even little things like lighting a candle to signify the meal has started and giving each other uninterrupted attention is what makes that short time special. So consider how you and your partner distinguish and hold up this time currently. Would this change when the baby arrives? And if so, why not start now? Get in the routine early. As children get older, I think allowing them to participate in mealtime by helping cook or set the table and dish up for themselves will create a healthy image of your family and allow children to feel like they are contributing and important as well as have a say. In the same vein, I think it's important to consider what kind of nutritional habits you currently have. Now this may come as a surprise to some of you since I love to talk about nutrition and I'm aiming to help you develop good habits and knowledge, but I love a good meal out. Many people have made comments about how often my husband and I eat out. Now I will defend myself a bit and say that my husband is a photographer and sometimes those shoots are restaurants, so we can't let the food go to waste. But we do cook at home more often than I think people realize, especially since we order fresh prep but this is a good place to start for nutritional needs. Try to eat at home or prepare your own meals as often as possible. Being able to control what exactly goes in your food is the best way to ensure you are eating as well as possible. If you're not sure where to start, be sure to listen to my first few episodes on building a balanced meal and where to find fats, proteins, and carbohydrates. 
So ask yourself, how often are you cooking at home? Are your meals balanced? What can you add to increase your nutrient density? If you're not sure where to start, again, I have a free download. You'll find it at the same place as the Solids Guide. It's called Building a Balanced Meal, so be sure to check it out to help get you started. Family mealtimes also offer a chance for important exchanges of family values, expectations, history, and culture. The author of Secrets to Happy Families, Bruce Failer, actually says that 10 minutes is all you need to reap the benefits of a family dinner. So whether dinner is a snack plate vibe with olives, prosciutto, cheese, hummus, and crudite, or the turkey that's been marinating for hours, 10 minutes is all it takes to establish that connection. This is also a great time to acknowledge and educate about where all the parts of the meal came from. Whether it's avocados imported from California and the farmers who grew them, as well as the family members who participated in preparing it. So now that we've talked a bit about the basics, let's see how baby fits in. Many studies have highlighted the importance of a positive feeding environment by initiating regular family meals. Family meals are linked to healthier eating habits in children as compared to not eating together as a family. Being the parents and providers, you are the first models and regulators of your child's food, so it can have a big impact on their health and well-being. You are responsible for the variety of food your child has available to them. The types of food you choose and how you behave around food can have a big influence on your child's eating habits. It's also been shown that children who eat the same food as their parents are most strongly linked to better diets in children. This is to say that quote-unquote children's food can actually have a detrimental effect on children. Family meals are linked to healthier eating patterns like eating more fruit and vegetables and less unhealthy foods. So your baby's six months old. You're probably not explaining how avocados grow or that your beef was raised in Alberta, but this is a great time to start some language like baby sign, as well as get them to participate even if they're not yet eating. Even before introducing your first food, I would suggest getting your baby used to joining you at the table. Give them a place at the table in their high chair with a bowl or spoon to play with. They'll be able to practice using the spoon as I'm sure they'll be putting it in their mouth. And when they're no longer interested in staying in their high chair or are giving you the cue that they'd like out, you can begin teaching them the all done sign. Now don't expect them to get it right away, but having them join you at mealtimes, especially if they don't yet meet all the signs of developmental readiness, is going to be a great way to slowly introduce mealtimes before they're ready. Now, on that note, I'm so excited to announce that I am an ambassador for Raising Humans. Raising Humans is all about providing you and your littles with modern, minimalist, and beautiful products without sacrificing function or style. They offer products like teethers and pacifier clips, but what I am most excited about is their selection of silicone tableware. They've got cups, plates, bibs, and utensils, which are offered in a beautiful selection of colors for all your starting solids needs. I love that they are silicone because not only is that better for the environment as it's longer lasting, it's also dishwasher safe. So I would highly recommend checking out their products. If you downloaded my starting solids guide last week, you will have already noticed that I have a discount code for you, but if you're just catching up, you can use my code bitesized for 10% off any of their products. Don't forget to find us on Instagram at bitesized.podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Don't forget to leave us a five-star rating and review wherever you listen to your podcasts. And in case no one has told you today, you look radishing. Bye! Although I am a certified holistic nutrition consultant, I am not your consultant. 
This podcast is for educational and entertainment purposes only and is not always specific to you and your needs. While I strive to provide you the most up-to-date and accurate information about nutrition, this is not a substitute for professional and medical advice and you should not rely solely on the information herein.